Hey everybody, welcome to the Trinity Podcast. My name is Chris and we are continuing our series of Wednesday podcast postings through the season of Lent. Uh, today I'm going to read a passage from Mark chapter 1. Uh, we're actually going to begin in verse 9 and read about the baptism of Jesus. So I'm going to read and then we'll pray and then we'll just kind of jump right in. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts. And the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, saying, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray and then let's try to hear from the Lord um, in the scripture. Father, we thank you for the Bible. We thank you, God, for uh, the invitation to see what happened in Jesus' baptism and how that might say something to us about his temptation and our own as we walk through the Lenten season. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for the word. Amen. Amen. The baptism of Jesus uh, immediately preceded by um, the temptation of Jesus, I think, has something to offer us uh, here as we reflect during this Lenten journey. Um, first, let's sit with the baptism of the Lord. Um, baptism, uh, this picture that is uh, for all Christians, for us to follow Jesus into the waters of baptism. There's this picture of being washed, um, you know, think of a bathtub, being buried, going under the water. And then this very Jewish idea of walking through the waters, that metaphor for progressing through the spiritual life that we see with the Jews walking through the Red Sea, uh, crossing the Jordan River. Baptism is, in a very real sense, us making our way through um, the waters, barriers. And there's no time like the Lenten season to remind us that Jesus wants to lead us through the things that stop us, that hold us back. Um, that idea of passing through the waters. Baptism is such a picture of the growth that God wants us uh, to experience. And I think that one of the main things that, that we're spent to see here as we think of baptism as a kind of prefiguring of our own spiritual life is that God has made a way, and yet that way for us is not always evident. We have to walk in faith and pass through things that might stop us if we were to try to figure them out ahead of time. Um, there's a beautiful picture here of baptism uh, as it relates to the story of Israel. Uh, this idea of moving through uh, seas or rivers, uh, passing through an impossible barrier. There's a kind of urgency associated with moving through those things. Um, and what we see here in Jesus' baptism, I think, is an invitation for us. Um, it's an invitation for all of us to continue moving even as we trust in the Lord. Your baptism itself is supposed to remind you that God wants to move you through the waters. He wants to uh, essentially part the waters for you where you would be stuck. And I've been thinking about my own journey right now, my own season in life, and there are places where I feel stuck, places where I feel like, there are barriers in front of me that I'm not sure how to navigate. Um, baptism teaches us that God can uh, see us through those things if we'll just step in faith and be with him. This, the second thing that we see in this story is that Jesus is affirmed at his baptism. And 
This is really important for us, especially in the age uh, that we live in, a, a very performance-oriented, image-conscious age. And I just want you to hear that the Father in Jesus' baptism speaks affirmation and approval over Jesus before he begins his ministry. And I really think you need to hear this. Before Jesus preaches sermons and heals the sick, he is affirmed and approved of by his Father. One of the things I think the Lord wants you to hear is that he uh, affirms and approves of you um, regardless of where you are in terms of your performance journey. Um, you've probably heard me say this if you've been around Trinity for a while, but I believe that one of the invitations here at the baptism of Jesus is for us to see um, what Frank Lake and Emil Bruner called the cycle of grace. Uh, more recently, Trevor Hudson, um, who is a, a powerful voice in the church, uh, wrote a book called The Cycle of Grace, where he describes this flow of Jesus's life, um, acceptance, sustenance, significance, and achievement. That here at the very beginning, the cycle in Jesus's life, before he has sustained his life with God, before he has achieved any kind of significance or borne any fruit, he's accepted by God. See, everything starts with acceptance. But we live in a world where we've got this thing backwards. We believe that if we achieve enough, if we feel significant enough, if we can sustain a reputation, that that'll lead us to feeling accepted. And it just works the other way around in God's kingdom. And what we see in Jesus's life is that he was leading and living. Even his spiritual practices came and were flowing out of a, a sense of profound acceptance by God. So as you are here now, well into our Lenten journey, what does it look like for you to hear the accepting voice of God, the, the voice of God that would call you beloved, even, even in the midst of your struggles? See, some of us have believed the lie that if we just could do enough, if we could just feel significant enough, if we could just work in our sustenance to... Um, to do all the spiritual practices that then one day we would feel accepted. And guys, it starts with acceptance. Your acceptance is the very first thing because it was the first thing for Jesus. And so here in our Lenten journey, I believe the Lord wants to remind us that he looks at us with love in his heart. But the third thing we see in this text is that out of that acceptance, Jesus is led into the wilderness. And if you think about it, Lent is a kind of wilderness. Um, Gosh, right now I feel like I'm living in a kind of extended wilderness period. Maybe you are too. Wilderness experiences are an essential part of life. Um, in my experience, and, and this is true in Jesus' life, times of blessing are often followed by times of trial and testing. This is how we grow as humans. This is how we grow in depth and substance. And I believe that we're invited to receive seasons of difficulty and trouble as wilderness times. So maybe you're in a wilderness period right now. Um, maybe there's a, a kind of uncertainty hanging around your head. Well, you're in the wilderness. And right now the church, uh, writ large, the, the big C church, we're in the wilderness of, of Lent. We're stepping into a season of, um, and are in it an extended season of, um, of uncertainty of following Jesus to the cross. Um, you can't have a resurrection until you have the cross. And so the wilderness really kind of serves as a refining space for us. It did, it did for Jesus. He was tempted and he turned, um, he turned to the Lord. 
And that, that gets me to, to thinking about this, and I, I want to end here. Um, time in the wilderness is meant to prepare you and me, us, for real life. The wilderness is never an end in and of itself. Jesus never lived in the wilderness his whole life. You are not meant to live in the wilderness your whole life, but we are meant to engage into wilderness periods in order to prepare us, in order to make us strong in order to help us to let go of unhealthy, uh, ungodly attachments. Jesus emerges out of this time in the wilderness with a real sense of energy for the work that God had given him to do. And I believe that as you and me, as we take wilderness seasons seriously, our hope should be that we emerge from those seasons of upheaval and uncertainty with a real sense of energy. I find myself even in this season kind of moving through the the back end, the the kind of tail end of this season of burnout and exhaustion, and I feel a renewed sense of energy for the work in front of me um, here at Trinity and I in, in some of my work with our wider denomination in the diocese. It's like you come through the wilderness, and like Jesus, we are meant to come out with a real sense of clarity. It gives us strength seasons like the ones that maybe we're in right now to face opposition without losing our way. Um, the, the key to life, I think, is learning how to endure opposition without being completely upended. And that's what we see Jesus do. And I believe that's what he's invited each and every one of us to experience. Father, I pray for my friends and I ask, Lord, that as each and every one of us navigate our days, that you would help us, God, to be faithful during this Lenten season. I pray that we would be the kinds of people who look to you in the wilderness, um, God, who look to you uh, for a sense of affirmation, even as we are uh, in places of uncertainty or lacking clarity. Father, I speak blessing over my friends, and I ask for your grace for each and every one of us today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you. Go in peace.